And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a huge grass fire flared up again today after being sparked by a swather near Glentworth on Monday. Agri-News is brought to you by the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. A huge grass fire southwest of Assiniboia consumed over 3,500 acres on Monday. The grass fire was near Glentworth. The administrator of the Arm of Waverley at Glentworth, Deidre Nelson, says local residents battled the blaze for over six hours. It started about two in the afternoon. Um, a farmer was swathing and probably just hit a rock or something. And it took off from there and the wind was really, really bad that afternoon. So it went fast and it went about seven miles by the time it was done and about a half mile wide, maybe a little wider in some places. You said 3,500 acres? Mm-hmm. How big is the loss? It was all native grassland. Like It came out of that out of that Durham field, and the rest of it was all native grass. Very rough country down there, deep coolies, steep hills, and lots of fences lost. Cattle got scattered. They had to move cattle in and out of pastures. A lot of people came to help? Oh, huge. There was pe- probably 500 people from Willowbunch and Cornac in the east to Pontex in the west, all the way down from Gravelberg, I think, to the north. And water tankers, trucks, food and help and shovels. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Sask Environment sent a water bomber at the end of it all. And that between that and the wind going down, that pretty much saved everything. But it's flared up again today? It did. It flared up this morning. The fire department has been down there over the two days watching hot spots. And it's back up again, so I know there was just a 911 call again about a half hour ago, and our fire department's down there, and, and all the local ranchers are probably down there too. Deidre Nelson is the administrator of the arm of Waverly and Glentworth. We spoke to her this morning. Feeder cattle prices across Saskatchewan were moving upward during the past week. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsignuk says prices were on the rise due in part to lower marketings. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were overall higher last week on lower cattle volumes. Canfax reported Saskatchewan feeder steer prices in only three weight categories, which were primarily above the 600 pounds. Feeder steer prices increased between 83 cents and $4.50 per hundredweight with the biggest gains in the heavier 8-900-pound feeder steer weight category. Saskatchewan feeder heifer prices were also higher and reported in all weight categories except the lightweight 3-400-pound to 400 pound weight category. Feeder heifer prices last week ranged from steady to $8.36 per hundredweight higher. The biggest gains are also in the heavier 800-plus-pound feeder heifer weight category. What were the factors pushing up the feeder cattle prices this past week? Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were overall higher on stronger demand and limited volume. And what were marketings? Canfax reported 3,330 head of cattle were sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that was down from 4,132 head marketed the previous week. Any idea why the marketings are down? I mean, I would thought the calves would be coming to market early because it's so dry. I'm going to likely say it's probably because more people in the field harvesting. Probably the reason, but I, I don't know for sure. What happened with the market-ready cattle prices? Slaughter cow prices in Alberta were lower last week. We saw the price of D1, D2 slaughter cows decline $3.50 to average $95.50 per hundredweight, while the price of D3 slaughter cows declined $3.87 to average $86.20 per hundredweight. Fed cattle prices in western Canada for Alberta fed steers continued to edge lower last week, 
fed steer prices were reported to average $137.60 per hundredweight, and that was down $0.93 cents from the previous week. Brad Marsonyuk compiles the weekly cattle market update for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Markison, New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit markison.com. A researcher has some advice for Saskatchewan farmers storing grain this harvest season. Dr. Joy Agnew is the project manager for research services at the Prairie Agriculture Machinery Institute in Humboldt. She cautions that grain has to be managed intensively when stored in the bin in hot, dry weather. The key part of the message this year is to keep an eye on the temperature. So both temperature and moisture have to be managed to minimize risk of spoilage in the bin. And luckily this year, most of the grain is coming off dry, which is great, but it's also coming off warm or hot. And so that temperature needs to be reduced to minimize the risk of spoilage. How do they do that and what is the target temperature? So blowing air through the grain is by far the easiest way to cool it. Uh, and if the outside air is cooler than the grain, then obviously the grain is going to cool. And the target temperature for all grains is around that 15 degrees Celsius mark. But it can be dropped lower than that if if the grain is going to be stored longer term and into the next spring and summer. Because the next spring and summer is most likely going to warm up due to the sun beating on the side of the bin. So the cooler it is going into the spring, the longer it will stay below 15 degrees Celsius. Why is 15 degrees Celsius a target temperature? That's a good question. I don't know the actual answer to that, but that's based on years and years of research and information compiled by the Canadian Grain Commission. So that that 15 degrees Celsius mark was, was taken directly off of the charts developed by the Canadian Grain Commission, showing where the um, minimal risk of spoilage is for each of the grain types. And now, you talked about using aeration fans. Should right. you use aeration fans even when it's warm out, like warmer than 15 Celsius? As long as the air is, is cooler than the grain, then the fans should be running. So it, there may be some benefit to turning off the fans in the heat of the day. Like if the, if the ambient air temperature is 30 degrees Celsius and your grain is already at 25, maybe don't run the fans. But as long as the outside air is even a few degrees cooler, like as long as you're going to achieve some cooling, the fans should be running. Tell me about the uh, fan size itself. You're, you have some advice about it. Yeah, that's that's getting more and more important with the as the bins grow larger and larger and the grain depths increase because the amount of airflow rate you get from a fan will depend on how much resistance it is pushing against and that is basically grain depth and and grain type and a few other factors. So as the bins are growing, the fan size requirement to get that required airflow rate is growing as well. Luckily, aeration or just straight cooling of the grain doesn't require a very large airflow rate. So fan sizes usually don't have to be too extreme to achieve that airflow rate. The problem comes when you need to get some drying action in the bin. Then the fan size selection is critical, and it may not be possible to get the airflow rates required for drying with these big bins. So what's the answer? Um, I don't have one. <laughs> it's, a, it's a relatively difficult process to go through to select uh, the right fan size, I guess, before the fact. Like when you're selecting an actual fan for a bin, it's hard to figure out what fan size or type that you're going to need until you can actually install it on the bin, measure the resistance to airflow that that fan is seeing, and then verify that you're getting the right airflow rate. It's yeah, it's a difficult process, but it should be it should be followed or at least attempted to follow just to make sure that you're getting the right the right fan size and airflow rate. Now you've also said in your release how the bin is filled is important. Explain that. 
That's that is something that we're just starting to look at at a, at a bin scale, just to to see how the different filling methods, so from the center center of the bin only, or at multiple ports, or use of spreaders versus no spreaders, because there's going to be different grain depths, obviously, as the bin is or the grain is peaked or not, and. With these bigger bins, there's a higher chance of crop coming from different areas of the field or on different days even that are going to have slightly different moisture contents or dockage levels or things like that that are going to result in layers in the bin that will affect the uniformity of airflow. So we suspect that these things are going to have an impact, but we don't know for sure or what level of impact they're going to have. But we're just starting to look at that now um, at our sister station in Ports of Prairie, Manitoba with 25,000 bushel bins, and we're actually filling them with canola and doing this this type of big bin research. Is there any grain needs to be cooled more importantly than others? No, I wouldn't say that. I think they all need to be cooled to minimize the, the risk of that microbial activity and insect activity that, that results in loss. Dr. Joy Agnew is the project manager for research services at the Prairie Agricultural Machinery Institute in Humboldt. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were mixed in early trading. Feed barley fell five dollars at one thirty nine twenty nine. Oats gained a dollar sixty eight at one forty three seventy nine. Number one red spring wheat increased four eighty at two twenty six zero five. The rest were unchanged. Durham two seventy six eighty one. Canola four sixty nine sixty four. Flax four fifty three twenty five. Yellow peas two seventy eight fifty four. And feed wheat one thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grand Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is up nine cents at six thirty-eight a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn livestock auctions. Call Assiniboia six four two fifty-three fifty-eight or Weyburn eight four two forty-five seventy-four. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, September the sixth, with eight hundred total head here for today. Cows and bulls selling pretty much steady with last week. D1, D2 cows, 80 to 90, sales to 91, 92, D3 cows, 70 to 80. The cows are averaging 83 cents. Good bulls, 108 to 116, sales to 118. The bulls are averaging 109.50. On to the feeder market, 4 to 500 pound steer calves, 215 to 240. 5 to 6s, 215 to 234. 6 to 700 pound steer calves, 205 to 225. From the Roblin area, 740 pound black steers at 222. And from the Porcupine Plain area, 815-pound steers at 208. On to the heifer side, 6 to 700-pound heifer calves, 180 to 193. Here's some yearling heifers, 710-pounders at 185.50. And from the Capel area, 810-pound heifers at 174. Our first pre-sort sale will be next week, Wednesday, September the 13th. 700 head booked so far for that sale. And our next sheep lamb goat sale is on Friday, September the 15th. That's it for this week. Get that crop in the bin, everyone. Stay safe out there. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Hamsel 6,500 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 141 to 160 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 head, selling a range of 140 to 157 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and four contract prices opened down this morning. 
On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was up 12 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2371. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 81.94 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets in three reporting regions were lower again over the previous session, as packers have had to compete very little for available supplies. On that note, a sharp increase in hog weights have been reported, up to 279.8 pounds from 277.9 pounds last week and 276.8 pounds last year. In the meantime, lean hog futures have shown significant strength at the beginning of the holiday-shortened week. Some market watchers have suggested yesterday's rally was a bit too high, too fast despite ideas that competition will increase, as the new plants appear to be on schedule for now. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eaves Trough, specializing in 6-inch Eaves Troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, sunny skies, the high 27 degrees, the low 9. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 28, the low 10. Friday, sunny with a high 31, the low 14. Saturday, sunny, the high 32, the low 14. Sunday, sunny, the high 24, the low 10. Monday, sunny, the high 28, the low 12. Tuesday, sunny skies, the high near 31 degrees. The normal high for this time of year is 20. The normal low is 5 degrees. The sun rose at 6.20 this morning. It sets at 7.33 tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan at 22 this hour. Saskatoon is 26, Swift Current 25, Weyburn and Yorkton both 23. In Regina with sunny skies, it's 24. That's 75 Fahrenheit, winds are from the southwest at 11. Humidity is 20%, the barometer dropping 102.0. Sunny in Moose Jaw, 25 degrees, winds are from the west at 8. Once again, Regina, sunny and 24, that's 75 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.